Trying to finish this cigar off, folks. Uh, if you all saw my video last night, sound the alarm. I'm dead serious about that. We're getting ready to come into the storm. It's going to, like I said, it's going to take a vertical leap, folks. I've talked to enough people um, that, uh, yeah, we're getting ready. It's about to get heavy, hot and heavy. Um, folks, you can Venmo me, D-Rod 1977, D-Rod 1977. Uh, when the lights go out, when the lights go out on Amazon, uh, you can get this for uh, a family, your family, your friend, anyone who's being bullied, having some uh, life's tribulations. This is a good this is a good book, folks. I um I wrote this on my iPhone in one month with my thumb. I got tendonitis in my thumb. Uh, also, the Mexican mix, my mama's book, folks. My mama's book that's on Amazon as well. Leave her an honest review. I read the reviews to her. She loves to hear it, so uh, I appreciate anyone who's purchasing either of the books and leaving a review, especially for my mama. Uh, oh, folks, uh, <laughs> it's just about to get crazy. I've been on the phone with Juanito, you know, this morning and a few times yesterday, multiple times a day before, so I'm really trying to get an understanding for what's coming, uh, how to prepare. Um, so it's, 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 a uh, one way you can prepare one way you can prepare is with noble gold folks. The U S dollar has lost 85% of its value since the 1970s when the dollar decoupled from gold and the government seems bent on continuing the tradition. I like to say hell bent, you know, it's monopoly money basically. From now until the next elections, the government can print as much money as they want. The last time they did that, inflation went up 9%, and it's expected to go up much, much higher, folks. Uh, gold is one asset that has proven to withstand inflation. Invest in gold, noble gold. Uh, with noble gold investments, you will also get a 24-carat, one-fourth ounce gold standard coin for free. Uh, go to noblegoldinvestments.com now, noblegoldinvestments.com, the only gold company I trust. Um, it's in the description box below. I also put a pinned comment down there, folks. There's a pinned comment for, um, switch with Nino. Uh, they're doing this to our meat. I'm hearing you look, folks, they process our meat. They send our meat. They, they slaughter the meat here, send it off to China. Then from China, it comes back to America. Folks. I don't trust any of the food anymore. Go to the link. It's a pinned comment down below. Switch with Nino. That's switch with Nino. Pinned comment down below. I put it up. There. I put it down there. Click that. Fill out the job form and join our movement. You really have no choice at this point. I'm telling you, folks, they're putting all this crap at our meat, okay? Like gangbusters are going full throttle. And you can join the company just for the meat. You can just do the meat. You don't need the household products. That's fine. You can go just for the meat, and you're going to need it. You're going to need it. They've already started. So switch with Nino. That's down there below. Fill it out. I don't think you have a choice at this point. I would do it. I get my meat every month sent to my door, and I I eat lean uh, New York strips. Uh, Kobe beef, it's the best. So I, I'm, I'm very happy, and I don't trust anything at the restaurants anymore. I don't. So it's just unfortunate we're living in these times. Folks, uh, uh, Spotify, Nino's Corner, Telegram, Nino's Corner, Getter is Nino's Corner, Rumble, Nino's Corner, True Social, David Rodriguez Boxer, Instagram, David Nino Rodriguez Boxer, Twitter, Nino Boxer, uh, I forgot what I wrote it. I can't even read my writing. Patriot Wear, that's what it is, PatriotWear.com. I got the Democrat mugshots, folks. They're up there right now. Get them. I got them being sent to my house. I'm going to be wearing them for all my shows. I got Pelosi, Biden, AOC. They're all on the shirts behind bars. <laughs> uh, and Nino's Corner, folks. Nino's Corner is on fire. Fire, fire, fire. I got Wano Saving up there right now talking about the kill shot. Um, something weird has been happening with Rumble. I put up two videos. One got taken down. I had to put it up again. It was like having trouble loading. The next one I put up, no one could get to it until I changed the title. Uh, I was saying that the, the antidote, and it I, once I changed the title, now people can see it. But once I, when I put this in the title, nobody could access it. It was the weirdest thing. So 
Strange. Strange things happen at Rumble, but my safe space is Nino's Corner.tv. Uh, Nino's Corner.tv, folks. I got 107 with the kill shot. I got Dustin Nemos going up tomorrow talking about the King of Babylon versus the King of Heaven. It's actually a very good interview. He gives you the black pill. This time, not so much. It's pretty, it's interesting. It's, it's an interesting conversation. Uh, I'm going on with Bannon today, not Steve Bannon, but Mo Bannon. I guess, I think that's his son. So I'm going on with Mo Bannon today. Uh, Benjamin Fulford's coming back on. Uh, Ron Partain is coming on. Actually, I'm doing Benjamin Fulford tonight because he's on a different time zone. So let me know. I'm going to put on the telegram. What questions do you want me to ask Benjamin Fulford? That's always a great. Thank you very much, Joe. Joe. I don't know what that says. Uh, Dr. Shiva. How do you guys like Dr. Shiva? Give me a thumbs up or thumbs down on that one. Uh, Dr. Shiva, I'm going to be talking to him. I, I feel he's kind of negative. You know, um, he, he really he he's, he gives a black pill like no other, right? Uh, but I think he's a very interesting man. I think he's very intelligent. Uh, so I think it's it's going to be good to, to hear his perspective on things. So, yes, thumbs down, thumbs down, thumbs up, thumbs up. Yeah, it's, it's but still, folks, I have everybody on. I have everybody I can on the on the show. Uh, I got Cash Patel coming on as the general. Get your questions ready for, for this one. This is a big one, folks. Whatever question, uh, it all goes. Uh, obviously, if he doesn't want to answer a question, he'll pass. But uh, Cash Patel, July 20th, 4 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, the general in the general's tent, baby. Yeah. Uh, how do you guys like me in all red? <laughs> oh, boy. I'm trying to finish this cigar off. I don't drink anymore, so can I ha- can I enjoy a cigar? Kind of relaxes me. Takes the edge off a little bit. You know we're living in some very stressful times. We all have our vices. I mean, can a cigar be my vice? Can it? Because I don't know. I, I feel like... Uh, I quit drinking. <laughs> I quit drinking. And everything that came with drinking, which was a lot of friends. I don't know. And it's not like, you know, it's hard to believe, like, how much of a social life or how much of drinking is part of your social life. Seriously, folks. Anywhere you go, you meet someone for lunch, you meet someone for dinner, you're going to have drinks. Um, happy hour, whatever. I mean, drinking is like a major part of everyone's lives. And when I gave that up, man, I gave up a lot, 90% of my social life, and I didn't even realize it. So if any of you are getting ready to quit some kind of vice, <laughs> you're going to have to quit people, places, and things. But in the long run, it's better. You feel better about yourself. You have your dignity. Uh, so, folks, oh, Sean, Mor- Sean Morton's coming on. Sean Morton's going to be a big big interview as well. That's going to be pretty, pretty uh Interesting. He's a uh, kind of like I don't know if he's a whistleblower or what. He's been on Kerry Cassidy's shows quite often, so he's going to be interesting. Now, folks, you might want to turn it down or turn it up, baby. Whatever you like. Yeah. Let me get my necklace out. <laughs> I'm losing weight. I've been doing some fasting. I've been doing my keto. All right, folks, turn it down or turn it up. Turn it down or turn it up. Yeah. Coming at you live from the apocalypse, folks. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Who is that Nino nuts? <laughs> Nino's crazy. Yes, he is. I'm very fucking crazy. I don't give a, sh- a shit. Narratives are beginning, folks, and they're starting it now just like I said they would. Just like I said they would. They got to condition you first. With so I just drooled on myself. They have to condition you first with the bullshit, which is put out articles, put out articles, put out articles. I get my articles from the liberal syndicate so I can see what they're feeding the people, see what they're feeding the masses. And I got to tell you, folks, the narratives are already beginning. Joe Biden is just too old. He's just not. We just can't depend on him. He does. He's not functioning properly. That's starting right now. Musical chairs about to begin. When? I think this fall. Now I say think. I'm not a I don't predict dates, but I'm gonna say we're gonna expect a bing a spike coming up into the fall after uh August, September. 
Uh, folks, another thing. You got to hold Patriots accountable. There's a lot of people in this movement that have made a lot of silly predictions. That's why I stay back. I've made a prediction one or twice, and I had to put my foot in my mouth. Things didn't happen the way I thought they were going to happen. But So I don't try to put dates on anything. But a lot of people out there are telling you some shit, and you keep going back to them, even though they've proven that it doesn't happen. Do you wonder who those people are? I think you all know. If they're making some outlandish, fantastical predictions that just don't happen, probably better to stay away from them. Um, folks, I'm going to have to play charades a lot more on my channel. I'm going to have to. So it's going to be Nino's charades because I, I get new community guidelines from YouTube and there's certain things that I can't say. So it really is going to be a bob and weave. <laughs> I, I, I'm really, you guys are going to have to pick up what I'm laying down. So I'm going to be very discreet in how I say things. I'm going to be doing a lot of impressions. So you understand, you know, when I'm making fun of certain people, I can't really do it obviously. So I have to find It's going to be Nino charades from now on. Um, I have a lot of, uh, and I just want to make an announcement to all the podcasters out there. I have a lot of you hitting me up for Jim Caviezel's contact information. Ain't going to happen. He's a friend of mine. He's like a brother to me. I don't give out his contact. Please stop contacting me for this. I do not. I don't. That's not my lane. You got to go through his publicist, not me. Stop reaching out to me. I'm not going to give anybody Jim Caviezel's contact. I don't do that. I don't betray trust. He's my friend. I'm not doing it. So stop contacting me asking for interviews. Um, the only one I gave him really was Sean Ryan because Sean Ryan has a different kind of audience. And, uh, you know, I felt like that was a big one for, for Jim to get on. But stop contacting me about that, please. I'm begging you. Stop. I'm getting texts. I don't know how you guys got my number. Stop it. Just stop it. So that's not going to happen. I'm also going to be making a prediction about Tyson Fury and friends, uh, Francis Naganu. Um, <laughs> Tyson, um, I wouldn't take this fight. You have nothing to gain out of it. I don't know why you're taking it. The guy's a puncher. He has nothing to lose. He's coming straight from the UFC to just look. I give Francis Naganu a bigger, a, more of a chance than John Jones uh, in the boxing ring. So Tyson, if you're slipping just a little bit, you can get caught and put on your ass. And uh, you better come in with all Tyson at his best. It's a, it's it's a, it's not even a contest. Tyson at his best. It's not even a contest. But what I'm thinking is Tyson might take this fight a little lightly because he's that's ah, just a UFC guy. He doesn't know how to box. But this guy can punch, and a puncher's always got a chance. That's all I'm saying about that, but I'll, I'll give a, a prediction later on. I'll make another video about that. So, all right, folks, if you watched my last video, my video last night, I, don't, I do that rarely. I don't really like to put out videos at night. It's my time for relaxation. It's my time for a cigar. Coffee and a cigar in the morning is pretty good, by the way. So now all the narratives are coming into the media at once. We're going into the perfect storm, and they've, they're going to start playing musical chairs. One uh, one being is Biden's old age. We're coming into the bite. He's just too old. He's just too old to function as a president. So that and his exhaustion... One, I think another narrative that's coming is going to be the degenerate Kamala, Kamala Harris, <laughs> Snow White, Snow White Kamala. Let's call her Snow White Kamala. Now, I don't know if that's the direction they're going with this, but I think that's where it's going, folks. Just a guess. It's just a guess. I really believe that's where they're going to go with this. So they're going to start playing all these cards starting now, I say in the fall. I don't think, you know, Juan tends to believe that things are going to really spike in the fall, and it's always had to happen in the fall, as he says. But I don't know. I would like to get your idea. Do you think it's going to happen this fall or next fall? Because I'm thinking, I'm thinking more next fall. I'm thinking that's my look. Don't hold me accountable. 
I'm just saying I think things are going to spike this fall and continue to spike throughout 2024 and then really climax fall of next year. But that's that's just me. Juan seems to think differently. Um, the alien card is going to be played more consistently now. You got to believe me on this one, folks. They're going to play the alien card. And a lot of people are going to be, oh, my God, this is wonderful. Did you see it in the sky? It was flying. It was doing zigzags and then disappearing. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> they got some cool technology. I've seen it. Have you seen what they do in Dubai with the hotels, with the whales? They do it everywhere. <laughs> Holograms in the sky. Project Bluebeam. I mean, the whole thing. The whole thing. I'm telling you, they're going to play the alien card, and a lot of people are going to be like, Eh, not so fast in my book. And yes, the Trump witch hunt. It's continuing, and it's going to escalate, and it's really going to spike. And guess what, folks? He probably could be put on house arrest. They're going after him for J6. No matter how much Tucker Carlson exposed, no matter what he did, it doesn't matter. They're desperate. They've got to play this hand. they got to take him out of the race. They've got to smother him. Smother him. So you pay attention to who? Newsom and DeSantis and maybe even Pence. Pence is going to come in there. I think he's going to come in a little late in the game. I'm telling you, folks, they're getting ready. This is They're going all in. And... A possible nuclear scenario, okay? A possible nuclear scenario, um, Cuban missile-style type of crisis. It's already here. Juan's called this a long time ago. They're setting up shop in Cuba. I've heard there's submarines off the West Coast. Who knows, folks? Just saying. So Tucker Carlson, you know, he's making some big waves. I've been watching him, and there's a chance he may be doing the uh, debates for the GOP. So Tucker Carlson... Plotting to host the GOP debate despite already being axed from Fox. Tucker Carlson is no longer with Fox News, but he reportedly still wants to host the Republican primary debate. Carlson separated from Fox News in late April and is not currently attached to a network or media company. But the Washington Post reported on Thursday that he's angling to host an independent primary debate and has been in touch with former President Donald Trump, who is currently pulling ahead of the rest of the GOP field about the idea. This is going to be epic if he does. I mean, he is basically, isn't it amazing that one man is basically the network? I'm very confused why any of you are still watching Fox. I don't even, unfortunately, I go to my parents' house, my elderly parents' house, and and they have it on. They're programmed to Fox. That's all they listen to. And I get there and I'm like, oh, man, I just turn it down or I turn it off. I just sometimes I like to see what they're feeding the masses, which is bullshit. A lot of bullshit. I don't watch the five. I don't watch any of it. They're just mouthpieces for Satan. Okay, they're not helping humanity at all. I don't know how any of them live with themselves, but they like the fame. They like to be on TV every night, prime time. What's the age range that even watches the news now? 50 and up? 60 and up? I don't know. Conservatives, as we're talking about Tucker, conservatives condemn Tucker Carlson's 2.5-hour interview with alleged sex trafficking, woman-abusing fraud, Andrew Tate. I like Andrew Tate. I'm going to be honest with you. I like Andrew Tate. Um... I think he has a lot to say. I think he's doing the movement a lot of good. Uh, I don't care about his sex life at all. And nobody should care about anybody's sex life. Unless they push it in your face. <laughs> That's another thing. Uh, Fox News' Tucker Carlson received mixed reactions on Tuesday after he released a two-and-a-half-hour interview with Andrew Tate, the social media influencer who was charged with rape and human trafficking in Romania last month. Carlson's interview with Tate for the ninth episode of his show, Tucker Tucker on Twitter received more than 25 million views. 25 million views. And 200,000 likes on Tuesday. Wow. Man, I wish I could do numbers like that. 
So my thoughts on Andrew Tate. Well, folks, like I said, I think he's doing the movement a lot of good. Uh, despite what you think about it, despite what he does in his bedroom, what, despite how he treats women, I still think he's doing the, the movement really good. He's, he's spreading truth, and you got to admire the man for that. He's got some cojones, just like Dan Bongino. I like Dan Bongino as well. Everyone's putting pieces to the puzzle, folks. I don't like the jellyfish. I don't like the people that were supporting Ron DeSantis, and now they're just not. I'm watching you. I see you. We all see you. Republican governor taunts Trump over possible debate boycott. He's going to whip out. He's going to whip out. Now, remember Mike Gill brought this guy's name up quite often, and he did on my show. I think his name is Sununu. He's as crooked as they come, folks. He's as crooked as they come. Filling in on Fox News, your world with Neil Cavado, Cavuto, Sandra Smith had New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu on to discuss the current state of the Republican presidential primary race. Sununu has some schoolyard trash to talk for former President Donald Trump, accusing him of appearing to wimp out on the debates. Sure, buddy. Smith led a question about Florida Governor Ron DeSantis on the debate stage, noting that one candidate might not be there, which gained a taunting response from Sununu. What a name. Sununu. Former President Trump, that tough guy, the guy that says he's going to fight for America, but he's not willing to stand up. Really? What the fuck are you talking about? Anyway, uh, he's going to whip out, wimp out and not get to the debate stage. I don't even think you're worth debating. Okay? Honestly, I would fucking ignore you too. Watch the Mike Gill interview, folks. It was brief, and Smith pointed out that no, that nothing is definite yet. But it was just the kind of thing that would raise Trump's that would raise Trump's ire, calling him a chicken, double dog, daring him to put his money where his mouth is and getting up on the debate stage. Doesn't work out for people who challenge Trump. I'm just going to say that. Thank you, Sherry Sanders. Everyone, go see Sound of Freedom. Absolutely, get out and see Sound of Freedom. Yeah. Grand jurors who will consider Trump charges to be selected Tuesday, which was yesterday. Uh, the selection of two full-time count grand jurors will be made Tuesday with one of them with one of the panels expected to decide whether to hand up an indictment for alleged criminal interference in the you know what <laughs> interference. Hold on, let me say that again. Interference in the you know what in the bank robbery. <laughs> okay. Interference in the already interference of the bank robbery. Makes no sense, but they're going to make him guilty of what they did. One set of jurors is likely to be asked to be formal charges against president to bring former charges against former President Trump and other well-known political and legal figures. In a letter to county officials almost two months ago, District Attorney Fannie Willis indicated that the indictment could be obtained at some point between July 21st and August 18th. Something about a coffee and a cigar, folks. It does the body good. Coming up on three years and seven months sober. You know how many people did not think I could do it? I think I'm leaning up a little bit, too. I'm doing some fasting. I'm doing some keto. Fasting is so good for you, by the way. I got a friend talk me into it. When you start getting those hunger pains, you just fight through them. I was like, bro, he's like, you should do 20, 24 hours and then do 48 hours. I'm like, why don't I just check myself into a concentration camp and call it the, call it a day? <laughs> why do I want to fast for 48 hours? I don't know. I think food, you got to eat. You got to, I like food. I could do 20 hours, but I'm not going to be doing no fucking 48 hours. You're crazy. Time to get rid of Biden. Here comes the narrative, folks. The narrative begins. So Biden's life expectancy and its implications. So they're already putting this out there now. Why? Because the musical chairs are about to begin. This is a very uncomfortable topic. But given the votes, the voters, and choosing a president of the United States in 16 months, it needs to be part of the discussion. So now liberals are having the discussion. Indeed, it already is. How likely is it that President Joe Biden will live, will even live to finish 
his second term if he were reelected. Of course, anyone can die at any age for any number of reasons, but we know there's a there are statistical probabilities related to death with a small percentage of young people and a larger percentage of seniors dying in any given year. Biden is 80 years old. He will turn 82. He will turn 82 just a few weeks after the 2024 election and would be 86 where he to finish a second term. Sounds like a nightmare, right? According to the Social Security Administration, SSA cohort life expectancy table, a male born in 1942, Biden's birth year, had a life expectancy at birth of 71.1 years. He's way past that. Of course, males born today have a much longer life expectancy. I've heard that you have a, that, yeah, that's your life expectancy. But folks, I've heard you have a 50, when you equate into the, when you put into the equation, car accidents, fights, drinking, what if, domestic, whatever, that you, that you honestly, it's only 50% of the population, population make it to 65 years old. Did you know that? 65 to 65, only 50, you have a 50-50 chance. So your life expectancy is to make it to the 80s if you if you live a healthy life and nothing happens to you. But when you equate accidents and things like that into the equation, you have a 50-50 chance to make it to 65 years old. So if you've made it past 65, <laughs> you're doing good. I didn't think I was going to make it past 40. I'll be honest. The way I was living, <laughs> I almost didn't. So time to get rid of old Biden. Time to get rid of They're getting ready. They're letting you know it's time to go, Biden. You're just too old. You're just too tired. We got to accept someone else. And then you know what? I don't think it's going to be degenerate Kamala because why? Well, I don't know. Maybe she's a cokehead like Hunter. I don't know. This is going to get really interesting. It's going to get really, really interesting when we start seeing the musical chairs, folks. So who's in Gavin Newsom's orbit so i'm watching there's a lot more news watch the news they tell you before they do it folks it's what they do gavin newsom news who's in gavin newsom's orbit gavin newsom casts a wide net for advice his inner circle is considerably smaller california's democratic governor who become an increasingly active surrogate for president joe biden as 2024 approaches is an in inveterate inveterate texter inveterate texter who will tap who will tap out messages to a wide array of business executive lawmakers and policy experts in Sacramento and beyond. But Newsom still relies on a core group of advisors, many of them San Francisco pol- political veterans who have been with him since the days as business a businessman turned mayor. They're prepping you. They're priming you. I'm going to say it here. Newsom's going to make a news. He's going to make a, sorry, make Newsom, Newsom, Newsom's going to make a move, a move. It's coming. He's increasing his interviews. I'm going to say he makes an announcement pretty soon. I I think he's going for it, and I think it's going to be when Biden starts tapping out, and then Biden's going to give him an endorsement and say, this is my successor. Make I'll make you all a bet. You all want to bet? You want to gamble with me? I'll make you a gentleman's bet right now. That's what I see coming. Or Big Mike. <laughs> Big Mike. But I still think uh, Juan doesn't think Big Mike. I, I I don't know. Maybe presidency or the Raiders. Maybe she'll go, she'll go play with the Raiders. <laughs> Middle linebacker for the Raiders. <laughs> oh, shit. Mesha Maynard turns Republican. Meet Georgia Rep. Mesha Maynard. She's a lifelong Democrat who worked with Congressman John Lewis and has been fighting to help the black community. Today, she knows that she will be leaving the Democratic Party and becoming a Republican. When asked about pushback from Democrats, she said the most dangerous thing to the Democrat Party is a black person with a mind of their own. So it wouldn't surprise me. So her decision came after recent bills where she supported school choice for underprivileged children and was against defunding the police. She says she was crucified by Democrats for standing up for black people, so she made the switch. Not often you see a black person make the switch. 
She says she relieved to finally be embraced by a party that doesn't mind a black woman having a mind of her own. Her focus will now be on increasing the Republicans' majority in Georgia. Good luck with that. <laughs> Let's see what she does. Bravo, Ms. Maynard. Bravo. <laughs> George Papadopoulos. George Papadopoulos. Papadopoulos. George Papadopoulos. Papadopoulos. Um, Ray Epps, the guy who has been viewed on video millions of times calling for folks to enter the Capitol and said, I orchestrated it, is now suing Fox News <laughs> for what he says are conspiracy theories about him inciting the January 6, 2021 Fed surrection. And now the DOJ is asking for a 100-year prison sentence for the Hunter Biden whistleblower in a just-released indictment. They are desperate. Do not be distracted. And that's coming from Papadopoulos himself. George Papadopoulos himself is saying that. That's on his tweet. I've had him on the show many times. I'd like to get him back on again. I'll probably be reaching out to you pretty soon, Georgie. (laughs) Okay. I'll be calling you soon, buddy, or messaging you on your Twitter. Ukraine attack on a Russian nuclear power plant using NATO-supplied missiles is under investigation, but not yet confirmed. (laughs) Do you even really need to do an investigation at this point? If true Russian attacks on Ukraine and Eastern European NPPs should be expected, Russia doesn't bluff. NATO really wants World War you-know-what. NATO says Ukraine may join alliance when coalitions are met. So here we go. In Lithuania, NATO members on July 11th issued a statement expressing their support for Ukraine's membership in the alliance but failed to provide a timeline for when that might occur. Ukraine's future is in NATO. Jeez. The Vilnius Summit communique reads, uh, the high-stakes summit, is it Vilnius, folks? Pardon my reading. On July 11th through 12th, brings together leaders from the alliance Alliance's 31 member countries to discuss crucial global security challenges, including the war in Ukraine. The Allies reaffirmed their commitment made at the 2008 Bucharest summit and acknowledged that Kiev has made substantial progress on its reform path. It's almost like this really is like Star Wars, isn't it? It's like join the dark side. We can promise you the world. Join us! <laughs> yeah. We feast on the blood of children! <laughs> so Biden arrives in Britain ahead of the NATO summit Finland visit. President Joe Biden arrived in Britain Sunday where he will meet King Charles III. And Prime Minister Rishi Sunak before continuing to Vilnius for a NATO summit, then a final stop in the NATO member of Finland. Air Force One touched down in Stadsted Airport north of London late in the evening, and AFP journalists reported. On Monday, he meets the British monarch at Windsor Castle, one of the royal residents for the first time since Charles III's correlation. Coronation. But the U.S. president did not attend the ceremony, sending the First Lady Jill Biden instead because why? Well, he was tired. Their talks are expected to focus on environmental issues, the White House said. But Biden is also expected to meet with Sunak at 10 Downing Street. The main part of Biden's European trip will be the NATO summit. Isn't it unbelievable to have a president doing this? in the Lithuanian capital Tuesday and Wednesday, where the Western allies will discuss helping Ukraine to oust Russian occupational forces. Then the narrative begins again, folks. Here we go. Now, this is going to keep going because he's just getting too tired. He's really just getting too tired. He's just too old. Sleepy Joe Biden, 80, skips dinner with NATO leaders and goes straight to his hotel after bragging to Turkey's Androgen that he will win the White House again in 2024. Biden went to his hotel in Vilnius, Lithuania, rather than attend the NATO dinner. 
So he didn't even attend the NATO dinner. U.S. officials said he has four days of full schedule and his speech to prepare for, but snubbed the event after telling Turkey's indigent he'll be in office for another five years. Don't worry about it. He's already telling people, ah, don't worry. I'm already, I'm going to win this. I'm going to win this. Not a problem. They're very arrogant, folks. They don't give a, they don't believe. I'm telling you right now. They're very, very arrogant. But they know they got to get rid of the millstone around their neck, which is the rotting corpse of Joe Biden. So they're starting. He's just too tired. Go take a nap, Joe. Go take a nap, Sleepy Joe. The official, the U.S. official blamed the 80-year-old's president's busy schedule over four days and said he's preparing for a big speech on Wednesday when asked why he wasn't attending. So he just said, well, I have a really big speech on Wednesday. Okay. The president's snub came after he told Turkish President Recap Erdogan, Erdogan he would win re-election and he would be working with him for the next five years. Very confident, isn't he? He would win re-election and be working with him for five years. Very confident. Very, very, very confident. I wonder what they got up their sleeves, folks. Despite mourning concerns about his health and age, health and age, he was confident about the chances in 2024, Biden would be 86 by the end of his second term. Folks, they're beginning the narrative now. It's starting now. Here we go. Get ready. And as that goes, Turkey agrees to allow Sweden to join NATO. Everyone's picking their lane right now, folks. Turkey approved Sweden's bid to join the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, paving the way for the alliance to complete a historic expansion launched in response to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. So here we go. And folks, you better start getting gold. You better start getting gold. Uh, I, I put down a link down below. A noble gold's down there below, but also do the switch with Nino. I put it in a pinned tweet, or a, not a tweet. It's also on a tweet, but I put it on a pinned comment. Start getting your meat, folks. You, <laughs> meat gets slaughtered here, sent to China, goes through China's processing, gets sent back to here. Who knows how much of this is in there? Stop eating the meat. You're going to need a company you trust, and I put it down in a comment below. Uh, it's a pinned comment below. Hit that and fill out the job form. You're going to thank me later. Um, the American baking landscape is on the cusp of a seismic shift. This is coming. Expect more pain to come, folks. Rising interest rates, losses of commercial real estate, and heightened regula- regulatory scrutiny will pressure regional and mid-sized banks, le- leading to wave of mergers Sources told CNBC, some of those pressures will be visible as regional banks disclose second quarter results this month. Firms, including Zions and Key Corp, already have warned of sinking revenues. Half of the country's banks will likely be swallowed. Half of the country's banks. Half of the country's banks. Are you with the regional bank? (laughs) They're going to be swallowed up. Because they want us to go to the digital dollar. This is coming. We'll be swallowed up by competitors in the next, they're saying here, next decade. I'm hearing, whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down there. Or uh, It's going to be a lot faster than that. A lot faster than that. I'm hearing months. Now, that's just my opinion. I'm, I'm hearing when it hits, it's going to hit like a tidal wave, folks. According to Fitch Analysis, Chris Wolf, some of these banks will survive by being the buyer rather than the target, said incoming Lazard CEO Peter Orzak. We can see over time fewer and fewer large regionals. So the big banks are going to be gobbling up, and then they're going to call all the shots. And then and the next narrative that's coming, I don't know if you watch the Weather Channel or if you watch any of your local news, which is complete crap. I don't even know how it's surviving, but it's very important for local news to survive 
to the globalists. Because that's where they push a lot of narratives, folks. And one of them being weather. (laughs) If you notice all your meteorologists stand in front of a map now with bright red colors like I'm wearing today because it's just so hot. It's too damn hot out there, folks. You're going to melt if you go outside. You might you might catch fire. That's what they'll have you believe. It is hot. It is hot. I tend to blame it on other things that I can't go to on I can't go over on YouTube plus through but because they'll they'll bomb the channel. So how to survive a blackout in a heat wave, folks? They're putting these articles out now because they're letting you know. What keeps emergency management officials up at night? Terrorist attacks, the big one, a direct hit from a Category 5 hurricane. But when it comes to climate-related disasters, one fear often rises above the rest, a blackout during a heat wave. According to news research published in this spring, a two-day citywide blackout in Phoenix during a heat wave could lead to half the population of about 789,000 people requiring emergency medical attention in a metropolitan area with just 3,000 available beds. As many as 12,800 people could die, the equivalent of more than nine Hurricane Katrinas. Nine Hurricane Katrinas. Power outages can happen during a heat wave for a number of reasons. Because it's just too hot. The most obvious is because the strain on the power grid as everyone cranks up their air conditioning at the same time. Get generators. If you're in Phoenix, get generators. Get generators. That's all I'm going to say. By one estimate, two-thirds of North America is at risk of energy shortfalls this summer during periods of extreme demand. Blackouts can be both city and statewide. Like when 11 million people were without power following a deadly grid failure in Texas in 2021 or rolling to prevent a more catastrophic failure or localized like when a wildfire takes down transmission lines. Folks, these people are very powerful. They're capable of anything. Am I doing all right? How am I doing, folks? Give me a thumbs up. This is hard to do three times a week. (laughs) It's hard. But it keeps me out of the bars. There's times where I'm thinking to myself, why don't I just go have a drink? Fuck it. I don't need to do this. <laughs> I don't need to do it. I'd much rather go hang out with my buddies, my friends, and throw my life away. No, I'm just kidding. I don't want to throw my life away. Florida ocean temperatures at downright shocking levels. Thank you. Where's my moderators? There they are. Keep an eye out, moderators. There might be some trolls in there. Trying to cause some mischief. Hey, yo, I appreciate that, you know. Yeah. All right. Florida ocean temperatures at downright shocking levels. Not only is Florida sizzling in a record-crushing heat. (laughs) Look how they word this shit. In record-crushing heat. Ah! Scare you. Ah! But the ocean waters that surround it are scorching. It's boiling. The ocean waters are boiling and killing all the sea life. The unprecedented ocean warmth around the state connected to historically warm oceans worldwide is further intensifying its heat wave and stressing coral reefs with conditions that could end up strengthening hurricanes. Woo, interesting. Live weather updates. Extreme heat waves to hit Florida, Texas, and the southwest. And if you turn on your local news, you're going to see them all standing there with red maps. 100 degrees, 105. No different than last summer. We might be breaking some records, but I have my theories on that. Anyway, it's sizzling hot. The oceans are boiling. They're pushing the narrative, and they're all in on it. It's unbelievable. It's really hard to be awake because you see this shit for what it is and you see the lie that we've always been living in. And the the truth of the matter is, folks, it's because we're all waking up now. We've always been living in this lie. It's always been this way. 
but it's being exposed. We're just as they tighten the grasp on us, we're breaking away. We're waking up. It's waking us up. Some of us, some of us, unfortunately, and I know a lot of them, a lot of my friends who took one, two, three, four, five of these are just vast asleep. They don't know. And they're not going to relate it to their health problems later. But it is draining. Someone said being awake is very draining. It wears on your soul. It really does. Because you see everyone else. Like, we don't need to be going through this shit. We just all need to wake up. We None of us. That's the hard part about this. None of us need. None of us would be going through this if other people would just wake up. But they're not. They take the, the blue pill and they go. They go to sleep. They're in a coma. They're in a fucking coma. Hey, happy birthday to your autistic son. He's sitting here with me. It was a happy birthday, Eric. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Eric. Happy birthday to you. Bing. All right, Eric, happy birthday. I'm glad I saw that. Temperatures decline to extreme levels even for the hottest part of the U.S. <laughs> They're all climbing. Oh, boy. More than 50 million Americans in the southwestern U.S. are under heat advisories or warnings as temperatures will take a run at records that have stood for nearly 50 years in some locations. More than 50 million Americans in the southwestern United States are under heat advisories or excessive heat warnings as a blistering heat dome maintains its grip on the region. And then more news. How to survive a blackout in a heat wave. What keeps emergency managers, ma- uh, management officials up at night? Terrorist attacks, the big one. I, folks, it's just at the point now that... Uh, and they keep talking about Phoenix. I wonder why that is. Why Phoenix? Phoenix, Phoenix, Phoenix. If you live in Phoenix, buy generators. I take these very serious, folks. I take it very, very serious. If they're putting it out there, it means something's coming. Let's talk about Zuckerberg. Threads. So a place for people (laughs) that want fact checkers and censorship, I guess. So they've gotten 100 million signups for threads. Twitter traffic is tanking as meta threads hits 100 million users. So, folks, they need an alternative platform, an alternative avenue to push their bullshit. And how are they doing it? Well, they say, well, we lost Twitter. We lost Twitter, but we'll create our own threads. So these two timelines are coexisting together, folks. Like I said, they would for a while. Uh, user, traffic on t- user traffic on Twitter has slowed since the launch of Meta's text-based platform Threads, which has already surpassed 100 million signups since its debut last week. Threads is being touted by Meta executives as more positive, a more positive public square for communities that never really embrace Twitter. No, we can't embrace it. Matthew Prince, CEO of Cloudfare, shared a screenshot to Twitter Sunday showing the traffic on the platform was tanking. User traffic on Twitter has slowed since the launch of Meta. User traffic on Twitter has slowed. Uh, it's text-based platform Threads, which has already surpassed 100 million signups since its debut last week. Threads launched in the U.S. Am I drooling? <laughs> Sorry. In the U.S. on Wednesday, and it's being touted by meta executives like Instagram Chief Adam Missouri as a more positive public square, more positive, where we could just censor you, okay? <laughs> we don't like what you say. We'll just send our fact-checkers out to get you. So people are going to leave Twitter for that, really? I don't know. I like my free speech, although I am on YouTube. (laughs) Go figure. I'm telling you, folks, it's charades with Nino. If you're new to my channel, I use a lot of uh, code words, hand signals, and impressions to get my point across, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't buy it. I'm sorry. No way those numbers are legit. I don't know. Who knows? I don't, you know, I've lost a lot of faith in humanity. So nothing surprises me anymore. 
Sink or swim, over half of U.S. beaches contain unsafe level of feces. Troubling report finds. So how bad is the problem in your area? Well, if you live in in California, you're swimming in shit. (laughs) You like to surf? You got a lot of uh, feces you're swimming in. Environmental America has analyzed water pollution data from more than 3,000 U.S. beaches in 2022. Group found that 55% of beaches had waters that were unsafe for swimming at least once last year. That's disgusting. Folks, I remember I was in Huntington Beach and I went out to the, I wasn't wading in the water and a dirty diaper floated right past me. And I was like, you know what? That's it for me. That's it for me. I'm done. I got out. I haven't been back in since. You realize the cities dump all their shit into the ocean. Uh, More than half of America's beaches contain potentially dangerous levels of feces, according to a new report described as troubling by experts. It's disgusting. Testing carried out more than 3,000 beaches across the country's coastline showed that 55% had unsafe levels. But I bet you it's more than that. They're just like, well, how much shit can a person swim in? 55% had unsafe levels of sewage in their waters on at least one day last year. (laughs) One in nine beaches had persistently unsafe levels of unsafe levels last year. Experts say around one in 30 people who swim in sewage contaminated water are at risk of getting sick either by swallowing water which can lead to stomach problems, diarrhea, abdominal cramps, and vomiting, or through infections. Southern states along the Gulf Coast, including Florida, Texas, Louisiana, were the worst affected, with 84% of their beaches having at least one day in 2022 where the water was contaminated with feces. You're swimming in shit. Yeah. It's good to know. I don't like the ocean anyway. I'm scared of it. I don't like sharks. I'm more scared of sharks than shit. <laughs> okay? I don't like sharks. Did you watch that video where that guy got eaten by a shark to the Unchained Melody soundtrack? <laughs> that was pretty bad. He got eaten by... Who would ever think your last days on this earth you'd be getting eaten by, a, eaten by a shark to Unchained Melody? Okay? that was his. That was the end of that guy's life getting eaten by a tiger shark on the coast of Egypt to Unchained Melody. That's how that guy went out. That's fucking terrible. (laughs) Fuck. Can you imagine your last day on this earth getting eaten by a tiger shark to Unchained Melody, the soundtrack? (sighs) Miss Netherlands contestant makes history... Now, I can't say anything about these people because, well, YouTube doesn't like that. So I'll just do this voice. As first trans woman to win the pageant, Ricky Coley became the first openly trans pageant contestant to win the title of Miss Netherlands on Saturday, and she will go on to represent her country in Miss Universe. Have you seen the side-by-side of this person next to the one that the runner up, a beautiful woman. I cannot believe what we're living in right now. I can't fucking believe this. I did it. I did it. Coley wrote in a joyous Instagram post after her win at the AFAS theater in Lousden. I made my community proud and I showed I can, it can be done. <laughs> She added a Dutch. She added in Dutch with an emoji of the light blue, light pink, and white striped trans flag. Throughout the competition, which narrowed down hundreds of contestants to final to ten final finalists in April, Coley has used her platform to promote to promote a more inclusive vision of the pageant world and to encourage others to feel inspired. Where are all the feminists? <laughs> Where are you guys? Like, this is okay? I'm just saying. 
I can't say anything about these people. It's not allowed. It's the world we're living in now, folks. It's where we live now. Insanity is the new norm. It's like, just let everybody out of the mental hospital. (laughs) It's like all the, you remember like in the 1940s and 50s, you'd have like the circus freaks and shit. Now they're running amok. They're running amok. You know, thank you very much, Juku. Let's get to some what the fuck news, shall we? In what the fuck news, in what the fuck news. Woman is rescued by Las Vegas SWAT team after being taken hostage by crazed armed man, armed man in Caesars Palace hotel room. Sounds like a party to me. Las Vegas police said they were called into a domestic violence disturbance at Caesars Palace Tuesday afternoon. When they tried to make contact with the occupants of the room, a man allegedly refused to open the door and told cops he was armed. Police said police and SWAT teams have now descended on the casino and the woman has been rescued. (laughs) A woman has been rescued by the Los Angeles SWAT team. Officers, after being dragged into Caesar's Palace Hotel room by a crazed armed man. News of the rescue was shared by the Las Vegas Metropolitan PD Tuesday evening. A spokesperson tweeted, SWAT made entry into the hotel room and has taken the subject into custody. The female, who is also in the room in safe and safe with officers, there will be large police presence with vehicles as the investigation continues and, it's, and units disperse. The hotel was flooded with police officers, folks. Flooded. And let me just make a point here. Why wasn't the White House the same way? I just did an article, or I just did a video with uh, someone who works for a very, very, very big news station that was at the White House, gave us a tour of the White House. They found cocaine at the White House, but nobody's there. Nobody's there. Nobody cares. That's why I'm saying the narrative is beginning. Las Vegas Metropolitan Police said they received a report of a domestic violence disturbance at the hotel and casino at around 9.15 local time Tuesday. The male suspect dragged the female victim into the room by force before police arrived. And when they tried to make contact with the occupants of the room, a man refused to open the door and said he was armed. He has since been seen hurling large items out of the window, including a chair as a SWAT team and crisis negotiators tried to speak with him. The man was seen at one point wearing a hat, shirt, and shorts as he was apparently yelling, throwing shit out the window. It also remains unclear whether the female is in a relationship with a man. The Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Bureau Commander Stephen Connell said she has been heard from, she has been heard from, and is still okay. I don't know why I chose that for what the fuck news that I just, because I read it, I was like, what the fuck is this? And whenever I say that to myself, I'm like, all right, I'm going to put that in to what the fuck news. I'm trying to knock out as many as I can of these. I'm going to be back Friday. Today's Wednesday, Friday, Friday. Uh, the kill shot on Nino's TV is big. Um, a lot of people are watching it. Uh, Cash Patel is going to be huge for the general's tent. Um, you know, he does a lot of, he does. I will say this. He does a lot of things when I'm doing interviews with him. If you notice, I think they're comms. I don't know. He has the storm picture behind him. He wears the Punisher shirt. I'm I just saying. I don't know. But you guys, you guys ask your questions. It's a go. You guys do what you got to do. That's July 20th, uh, 4 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. So it's going to be fun. You guys ask all the questions you want. Uh, we go about an hour. We might go a little over an hour. Try to get all your questions is, but please keep the questions simple or one question at a time, please. Make it count. Um, 
I'm going to be doing a video probably on Tyson Fury and Francis Nagano. Nagano. Um, my thoughts on that fight. Um, I don't see why Tyson's taking that fight. I don't get it. I don't see, there's nothing to win or lose. I mean, it's just more to lose than a game. <clears throat> but I think he should go into the UFC and do it there. That's what I think. Because you have more to gain, less to lose. Anyway, just my thoughts. Thanks, Juku. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, Juku. Um, it's starting. We're going to hit a sharp incline vertical jump probably this, this coming fall. Um, I don't know if these are going to happen. I, I tend to think later, but I don't know, folks. I'm not psychic. Anyway, folks, that's it for today. And the new heavyweight champion of podcasting and the black sheep of broadcasting, baby. Yeah. Get to ninoscorner.tv and uh, check out the kill shot. And uh, also hit the, the 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 pinned comment below. Switch with Nino. Join our movement. It's fantastic. It's awesome. It's one of the things I'm very proud of. I will have one of my family members or friends contact you folks. You got to opt in for us to contact you. So fill out that job form, get it done, and let's go. Switch to America. Later.